Pendejo. Da, 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 da. Da. I don't understand. No request. There are we you, go. Are you hitting on people already? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, have you seen that um, that MC, Hum, MC Hammer uh, rendition, the Mexican, or let's say that Latino version? He says, da, 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 da. Da, 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 pendejo. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna adjust this. It was super funny. I was talking to uh, Rodolfo, our friend Elro, uh, uh, you know, Argentina represental. <laughs> there we go. So, so yeah. Less of a MySpace angle. Oh, cool. Should we turn it like that, like back into MySpace, like the good old days? Hell yeah. Have you seen that there was a website that's trying to bring it back? Yeah, yeah, there's some, some, sh I've seen some stuff around. I've seen some stuff around floating. Yeah. Yeah. I joined it. That'd be cool. Of course you did. Oh, uh, hell yeah. You nerd. I, I'm, oh. I'm going to relive those times where I thought I was popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the days. Those formative years. <laughs> those were the days without playlists. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I think we have quite the list. And, uh, we do, we do. If our special guest won't make it today, which that, I don't believe be... they will. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Actually, it's gonna give us, it's gonna give us more time to, uh, you know, do our usual show <laughs> than anything else. I mean, they're in Canada, and the last time that they were online was um, like four hours ago so I'm not yeah thinking. <laughs> yeah I think it could be like a little bit too early for him but I mean I don't know what the time difference is between uh, you know GMT city and uh, shish kebab city but Saskatchewan anyway. for God's sake shish kebab town shish kebab town Sasquatch Saskatchewan town shish kebab I want to say Sasquatch but it's like shish kebab comes out <laughs> Saskatchewan that's the one Saskatchewan Saskatchewan but is it like, I'm serious now, is it native Indian though? It's like a native Indian name, right? Not a clue. I've only okay. seen, heard it like on TikTok, there's this guy called um, Leroy, who okay. like just goes around Saskatchewan pointing out really random things. Oh. But he has such like a, one of those like thick cliche Canadian accents. Okay. Like uh, it sounds, what was, how, how does a thick Canadian cliche accent sound like? French. Just, uh, French. No, no, no. That's French Canadian. Ah, uh, oh, you mean the a boot? Yeah. A boot. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. For you know, watching all these videos on YouTube, after a point, I started noticing it. Yeah. Like it's you can like as soon as they say something with a boot, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Canadian. Uh, hey, hey ho, Jolly Roger. Okay, so, so. let let's. Let's just assume that it's just us today. Yeah, yeah. As always. As, as always sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Sorry to disappoint you. If you're... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's disappointed, but... Welcome to Podcast nobody... 9. Yeah, fucking we made it, man. We're Good still alive. Our introduction. Yeah, Fuck, fucking yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just open up my uh, my notes, because I made notes this time. Nice. Surprisingly. I was... I don't know, a little bit out of myself. I went out of my way to make the notes because I was like really angry. There's like, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. I was, I also, I was thinking earlier today that maybe, I don't know if we will have the time. Uh, there's a couple of things that I, that I was thinking about. One of them is, I think we should uh, not postpone, but change the date for number 10. Okay. Maybe, maybe do it 
sooner than yeah, later. Yeah, I can do that. Basically, next weekend. So we can have like uh, holidays so for ourselves. So we can have Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. yeah, the next one literally falls on Christmas Eve. Literally. <laughs> I mean, we're not that famous yet that we will no. do it on Christmas Eve and nobody is paying us for that shit. So, yeah. Hit us up with some, please hit us up with some sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> no, like next week's fine. I think the no. uh, the thing that yeah. happens in between those weeks, the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons that I do, yeah. um, I think we're on hold for like a couple of weeks anyway. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, we can definitely do it next week. So that'd be great, you guys. Uh, two two weekends in a row with fucking Sunday Rose, that'd be great. Yeah. So we can go off, you know, say farewell to 2021 with a, a sweet and juicy number 10. And then, and this will be the challenge, and I want to ask you like live basically if you're up for oh it. god here we should, go should we do our own like uh sunday roast rap like go through everything that fucking happened last year and do like <laughs> <laughs> like, like basically like i don't know like a super juicy juicy juice episode of pointing out the facts that's been happening because i don't know part of the reason why i want to do it is i think it's like people tend to forget very easily these yeah. days. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to be the, um, uh, what's the word? I mean, there's a Greek word for it. If you're like, you know, remembering evil things. Um, but, you know, basically as a, as a farewell to 2021, being shitty and all that. Yeah. Uh, talk about the shit that happened in our community. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Because we're such nice people, we don't do shit at all. So no, exactly. We are like, <laughs> like squeakiest the butts. shining examples of what you should be doing in this community. Exactly. Basically, <laughs> using wet nappies. Don't just use paper. If you just use paper, you're just like smearing the shit around. Just use yeah. a wet nappy. Make sure it's nice and fresh. Wow, that, that's really interesting that you use that word because in English, a nappy is a dark. Well, I guess unless you're American. In the UK, a nappy is what you put on babies. Yeah, well, how, what would you call it? Like a wet tissue? Man. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't they called like wet nappies too? Like it's, I would call it a nappy. That's, that's, that's just like a completely different image in my head though. Maybe that's very American of me, even though I'm not American, but... Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, Americans call it a diaper, don't they? Well, yeah, when it comes to like uh, the, 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 uh, the baby underwear, yeah, diapers. Yeah, yeah, they're diapers and yeah, yeah, you're right. Diapers in American English and nappies in um, in, in, in British, British English. British. About water. That's not what it is at all. It, it's a bottle of water. <laughs> it's a, a thousand vowels in one sentence. A bottle of water. <laughs> okay. It's choking on a dig. <laughs> oh, well. Right. Um, yeah, I mean... I showed you mine, uh, what I have, but I think this is like, uh, we dedicate this, this this first hour to you. You're the one who wanna- Yeah, keep, I really wanted to talk- Kick like, it off just, with Unwrapped, yeah, yes. Myself. Spotify is Spotify Wrapped, so let's talk about that. This <laughs> year was a fucking it. joke, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Last year I got away with it, but the year before yeah. I didn't. But once again, I am my own top artist. I, I listen to my own music on Spotify too much. Same here, me too. Yeah, but it's different because you 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 put the artist the label name on the on the track, so like everyone else. <laughs> Is this? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
yeah, you're partially right. You're partially right. Um, no, 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 not for all of them. Like that, that's yeah, yeah, that's no, unfair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. But it's like, uh, sadly though, like I do listen to my shit most of the time, yeah. and especially when it comes to compilations, where I usually put the artist name there, the Pueblo Vista artist, because the label name is completely different. <laughs> Unlike some other people that I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, one Just report away from getting your profile deleted. <coughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder who's that gonna, who's gonna do that. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> know. yeah, especially when there's like um, you know compilations that come out, and I do tend to listen to that shit a lot yeah. because I, I don't really have time to listen to it while while people submit the, their beats. They're like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> That's where music <laughs> is the fact. After the fact, you're <laughs> like, yeah, this, I probably shouldn't have put that one on my compilation. <laughs> yeah, hmm. This has happened to me several times that I was like, I don't know, it's like <laughs> 3 a.m., like listening to submissions, being like half awake, half dead. Like uh, maybe the, 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 the monitor speakers were like too uh, quiet or whatever. And then I heard something that it sounded really great. And then it's out of my head. And then the compilation comes out and I put it on, you know, just to play. And then something comes up and is like, uh, what's that? It's like, oh, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, nah. nah Makes sense okay. now. Yeah, yeah, but I could have been, I could have been more, uh, you know, what I'm saying is like, I could have been more selective. Anyway, we're talking about the, the, the yeah. wrapped so, or unwrapped. Basically. Spotify's wrapped this year. I was yeah. my own top artist. Um, I, I, I think it's an interesting thing that comes around because you get um, at least the listener one. Yeah, you get those people that are like, "Oh, nobody cares about what you listen to," and then those like <laughs> me that like really care about it. And what's really interesting is you can really tell. Like, I guess this is a really stupid thing to say, but I consider myself quite left field when it comes to like the traditional like lo-fi and hip hop and stuff. You and are, that yeah. I think that kind of shows in, I guess, what my listening thing was for this year because it was very sort of like, <laughs> you know, the only hip hop or hip-hop steering thing was, was Tyler the Creator, and that was you yeah. know, my second top artist. I mean, you don't really need to listen to anybody else other than Tyler the Creator anyway. Well, some people would consider Tyler the Creator not hip-hop, but that's uh, that's an, another day. Yeah, true. He's, he's more modern, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, most of my top artists were, or top genres as well, were, were like emo and metalcore and stuff. And, you know, I kind of figured that this topic would have been better with our guest that was turning up because I know that he's already, like, dragged me through the... just dragged me completely with, with my listening tastes. Okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah, very, very much into stuff that isn't <laughs> lo-fi and chill hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, from the listener perspective, it's pretty hard to get out, especially if, if you're, like, on, let's say, multiple um, streaming platforms. Like, for me, I have subscriptions for... Apple Music because hey we have to make the playlist and the only way to make a playlist there you have to have a subscription yeah. and then of course you know there's Spotify at some point I did like a, a duo for Spotify because uh, create like a, a playlist so that I can use it for the stream eventually I switched it off I switched that on to uh, Apple Music because with Apple Music you don't really have to have multiple accounts to have multiple instances of your playing activity. Like, because yeah. with Spotify, if you play it here, 
and it's the same account it will stop there and play whatever you you're streaming at it yeah um uh, you know then it was like deezer i have a premium account there i don't really know why but i do that's weird um, but okay yeah i mean <laughs> weird I flex know. okay yeah yeah it's like i thought i had to like basically it's it's a it's a retard flex let me flex about it it's i, <sighs> I thought that, that word okay a mentally challenged flex <laughs> then uh basically i thought that in order to make playlists i had to have a subscription there so right. even before i signed up i just went out I went through the registration phase and I said, yes, I want the subscription. Yes, whatever. And then randomly, I was talking to a friend of mine and he mentioned that, oh, it's really cool that Deezer can allow you to make playlists even without a subscription. <laughs> it was like, mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> I didn't even consider that that was something that you had to do. I just started making playlists. Yeah. Like, I just did it. Yeah. Um, started. I could label Misfits just did it. Nah, it makes sense. Uh, then I, I had one entitled. I think I'm. I want to cancel it, but every time I think about canceling it, like I'm usually doing something else, so I end up. You just procrastinate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I was thinking about it like ten minutes ago, like before we start, and I was like, "Yeah, but now it's like the stream. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, I'll leave it, you know, for later. Probably gonna, <laughs> probably gonna give them another ten bucks for no reason. <laughs> like next yeah. year. I mean, they they need everything they can get." <laughs> Because I don't see a bright future on that platform. Yes, um, maybe. Yeah. So eventually, I cannot like, speak for that. <laughs> oh fuck no. Uh, but yeah, like I think my my go to listening thing is uh, I'm actually like an Apple Apple Music guy. Like I prefer oh. Apple Music rather than Spotify. Spotify is usually it's only for I guess the the label artist related stuff. So it's like I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like for example, next year. Uh, my Spotify will be full of Peppa Pig, Titipo, nice. Trotro, uh, Mighty Express, you know, because all these like kids shows, they actually have a soundtracks, amazing soundtracks, soundtracks and uh, audio versions of the episodes. Oh, shit, really? Which I think it's 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 quite interesting. Uh, um, but yeah, like the, the one that I've been banging nonstop in my whip. It's Titipo, <laughs> which is a South Korean cartoon about uh, trains. It's like living trains. Titipo, Titipo, Titiritiritipo. This is So, like, as soon as we just go into the car, like, uh, you know, the kid is like, Papa, Papa, Titipo. And then just put it on. It's just like loud, loud. I was like, so, you know, just driving around my whip was like titipo, titipo, titiritiritipo. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Yeah. When's Peppa Pig Lo-Fi coming? Oh, I think we just we just set we just set in trends, man. Like if we yeah. mention it a couple more times, yeah. Speaking of setting trends, the trend that I want to set, should I say it? Yeah, I'll say it. Fuck it. It's gonna be it's gonna be super funny when I start seeing it, because nobody watches this or listens to this anyway. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> the, tr the, trend, the, the trend I want to set is charts. I want to. I want to start posting the charts from the Song Stats app. <laughs> what I you have been doing? I have been doing. This. I was like so tempted to message him, but like, oh, where are you getting this? It looks so cool. <laughs> I and I'm like, no, I mean, I don't want to do this. Besides the jokes, it's a very interesting piece of information because it's like with everybody focusing so hard on fucking spotify and the playlists and the streams and the monthly listeners 
there's a whole other universe called Apple Music where shit is actually happening more organic and it's more, you know, structured properly. And, you know, iTunes and Apple Music, let's say iTunes, iTunes had charts long yeah. before charts were a thing, you know, like it was like the iTunes chart back when you could buy music or you can still do it. But yeah. Um, well, I, I did. When we've, we've had the UK top forty for like decades, like way before exactly. digital music existed. Yes, yes, and it was like you had Billboard. I mean, you know, the the big charts basically that were out there. Um, MTV, of course, you know, playing a, a very important role for that. But you know, the, it was one of the platforms that I said that that I guess it's like they they kept the whole concept behind it with iTunes, and then it it it. You know, they rolled it over with Apple Music, which makes yeah. perfect sense. And, and I think, I do think it's, I mean, um, I'm not going to say that I believe 100% on it, but I definitely feel, feel that it's more, uh, if that's a word, meritocratic. I mean, the meritocracy is a word, but it's like meritocratic, another word, like, uh, and, uh, anyway, whatever. I don't even know what that word means. Uh, meritocracy. Uh Meritocracy is basically um, the um, awarding somebody for their true, let's say, you know, performance or value and not just because somebody, you know, paid somebody or did something like under the, the carpet. Oh, the so like whatever. when you get like a million plays on like Beat Stars or something and they give you a, a record. <laughs> Exactly not that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man. <laughs> oh. Okay, meritocracy is a... Well, well, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, a, a ruling or influential class of educated or, or able people. A society governed by people selected according to merit. You know what a merit is, right? Yes. So meritocracy is a, a crassy based on merit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's 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 uh, yeah. It it reflects the the, the values and and uh, and the ethics and all that stuff in, uh, instead of being like it's. I would I would put it. Meritocracy could be the I'm pretty sure it has an opposite word, but it could be like the opposite of nepotism, for example. Right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, carry on then. Thought if I had wrapped. I feel like I had I had a point to make with this. Okay. Well, I mean, you should definitely share your your Apple one because they do an Apple one now, don't they? Uh, they do something. I remember they did something last year, but I'm not really sure because probably must have been shit. That's why I didn't really. Is that because I was a trash it. platform? I'm sorry. Like exactly. I, I started using it because I got a free trial through. Um, uh, fucking what's the thing? Shazam. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Because it's always good to Shazam people's songs just to see if their samples yeah. are cleared. <clears throat> um, <coughs> and yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah free trial, whatever. Yeah. So I did. I did that, um, and I was like, "Let's try and make a playlist." Yeah. And 
I hate it so much. It is <laughs> such a trash platform. It is. Well, it's, like, it's, I can see why Spotify has the dominance over like the yeah. music streaming services because yeah. it's like intuitive. It's the UI is okay. It's not amazing. It's not perfect, but it works. Mate, it's 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 iTunes revamped, and we know how shitty iTunes was. Yeah, is, exactly. And will be like it's the whole thing is like it's using a, a, an application, a window or a Mac application loading web data yeah this is literally what's happening and if if you're like i mean you're you're an iphone user um if there's other iphone users if you remember like back in when you had to synchronize your iphone yeah oh my god man that fucking that shit was like you're like why Clint teeth yeah i why? hate to plug in plug in my because I don't have, like have a Mac, I was always Windows. Yeah. So trying to plug an iPhone into a Windows PC took about oh six years God. to do anything. Dude. I mean, it's even kind of the same today. Like I've got my old iPhone yeah, plugged yeah, in yeah. down here because yeah. I use yeah. it to stream the yeah. voice lady behind me. Yeah. Um, and every time I open up iTunes, it's like, oh, connect your iPhone. And I'm like, no, stop. And then I no. close iTunes and it's like, opens it up again as soon as I close it. Like, no, but connect your phone. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just wanted to add one uh, song on a playlist. Uh, I mean, don't even get me started on the playlist. Like, th there is there's me. two versions of the playlist that I uh, curate on Apple Music somewhere. Uh, one of them has just completely vanished into the oblivion that is I have it, zero control over anymore. Is it is it still gone? Because I thought yeah. I thought you told me like you kind of like regain control. I know oh, I made a, I just made a completely new one. Off. Oh, oh well, fuck it. Yeah, why not? But the thing is, the, the first one never showed up in search. Yeah. Um, it was complete shambles to try and edit and put together yeah i published it to my a lazy boy loops artist profile on apple music that was then <laughs> oh is that not <laughs> what i should have done <laughs> but either way it didn't show up in search it didn't appear anymore. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> um and then one i accidentally unticked the thing that was like publish this playlist yeah itunes froze it crashed opened it back it. up the playlist was I couldn't edit it and then it was just it was as if it was someone else's playlist and it was like oh you can like it and download all of the tracks yes but <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I want it I want to I want to edit it but it's yeah. fine it doesn't it doesn't show up in search anyway so I just remade yeah. a new one um yeah. didn't publish it to a artist profile and apparently it's there now and you can search for it yeah I saw people actually following um uh, my playlist there but the previous URL or let's say name yeah cover like all the stuff yeah because it's it's fucking stupid i think did we discuss it offline I or was it think, on the podcast no it was we, it was earlier in the week i think yeah yeah so on it the wasn't podcast. On podcast it wasn't on the podcast yeah right. so for people to know if you're using apple music and you want to make playlists make sure that if you have any fan links or anything like that be almost a hundred percent positive and final with the name that you're going to choose because every time you might you know like me for example because i'm an idiot uh <laughs> you want to change names and say oh i'm gonna call it lo-fi hip-hop or i'm gonna call it like chill lo-fi or cozy shit whatever every time you change a fucking digit the whole url to that playlist changes so yeah. you might end up like me because i'm an idiot um with fan links to ghost playlists basically yeah. and that's it um so you have to make sure that yeah you don't fuck this up real bad like me because again thrice i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah, but th that makes no sense though because again coming from spotify 
yeah. you can change the name a million times and the playlist link stays yeah. the same. Exactly, because like, Spotify, because yeah. Spotify and Deezer and even fucking Tidal, they used a, you know, ten to twelve, yeah, digit number as a as a unique ID for the playlist, and then that's about it. Like, what the fuck? The naming, the metadata of your playlist is like completely irrelevant to the actual ID of the playlist. Yeah. So um, yeah, good job there, Apple. But you know, we love them because they pay more. It is what it is. True, but fuck it. Apparently, it's impossible to to either know whether you're making headway with a playlist or. Yeah to see whether it's getting plays like yeah unless it's like i, I find it a bit <clears throat> like with um i went i went a little bit balls deep i didn't talk to you about it uh okay. offline i went a little bit balls deep last uh, last week with uh apple music support because <clears throat> i have a friend uh i have like a really good friend who's in you know the the dance music and stuff and he has like a bunch of playlists as well there and through his stats he's able to see uh the streams that come from his playlist like right. when you go to the stats and say i think it's sources and then you you sort it by playlist yeah. it appears there his own playlist like it's not posted on his artist profile he just did it on his user profile yeah that's it however me i cannot see that so i was always like uh, like what the fuck whatever whatever i did talk to repeatedly um to uh, Dashco, like back in the day, nobody could really give me an answer, but I don't blame them because like the whole support system for Apple is so weird. But yeah. I thought they could, cause you know, they're a distributor. I also brought this up to um, our team of experts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, not even them could properly explain this to me. The only thing that got kinda explained was what you mentioned before about publishing a playlist to your artist profile this was supposed to be a feature right but it never came into fruition nevertheless they just left it there yeah of course they did exactly and the moment you say publish on my artist profile you cannot unpublish it and yeah. say oh bring it back you need to delete that thing and then you basically as soon as you delete it you 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 lose you know that URL. So if you yeah. put any any time and effort in advertising that playlist, it's a waste of fucking time. <laughs> yeah, like everything else, like your life, kill yourself. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, now Spotify rap mine was uh, quite interesting too. Um, you know, no segue there. Um, I I was also like my number one artist. Uh, the the Spotify wrapped part that uh, really turned my guts around and I became so livid yeah. <laughs> was, was the influx of posts that I saw on my, um, that we both saw, I guess, on, on our on Are we, our are we talking listener or artist? Rap, uh, rap, rap. Are we talking artists? We're talking artists right, right now. I, know yeah, I think nobody, nobody uh, bothers, you know, I mean, it, where we come from, nobody really bothers to post their, their, their listener stuff. I mean, I, and, I, I do. And, I love that shit. That's I, the thing, I, though. I, like, I, I, I did that both on Last FM. Games. We know, we, we track <laughs> our music. Like, Last FM is, exactly. is I, I'm a premium subscriber <laughs> to Last FM. Like, that platform is pretty much dead. Like, but I yeah. pay my three pound a month so that I can have like historical stat data and all that shit. Nerdy and like stuff. a yeah. discount in the store that I'm pretty sure if I ordered something, nothing will arrive. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can't get enough of it. Like, I get yeah, the, yeah. the weekly and monthly reports. I always look at like, oh, this week I scrubbled, scrubbled this and that. Times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a cool I remember back well. in the day when that used to be a proper like actual um, yeah like, social platform. Yeah, and then they yeah. just killed all of the social. Exactly. Side of it I think. Off. I think. I think that's where the whole thing went tits up. Like the fact that um, I don't blame them though. Like in the sense of like, you know, you having a playlist or you know being in discords and stuff like that. Do you really want to cultivate a community? Like, like I think it really takes an extra level of 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 mental disability <laughs> to to be willing to do that shit yeah you told me that's... not to say the r word so i have to come up with other shit <laughs> it's not allowed yeah it's unpc <clears throat> yeah but yeah no um yeah. like i love like that's what i look for i didn't give a, i actually couldn't give less of a shit about my artist one um yeah. I love just sharing what I've listened to. Like, I think I had something stupid like sixty-five thousand minutes listened or something yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I love diving into that. Yeah. Then just seeing my artist one, I'm like, oh, cool. I had like four top listeners. You know, other yeah. people had millions or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then it, yeah, as soon as it kind of started to get around that it was out and available, and we all just saw um, everyone yeah. posting there. Their, their numbers and stuff and then you know you had a had an interesting story that you posted that might have rubbed some people up the wrong way <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean i i almost like started a twitter beef as well uh even though i don't really believe on in twitter because it's not you know like dev Chappelle said it's not a real place so fuck you whatever um sadly that did not happen but it's like i i i was i'm kind of like fed up with it in the sense of of you know me, I try not to bother myself with a lot of these things, you know, publicly mm -hmm. in the sense of like what this guy is doing or that guy's music or that guy's number or whatever, because it's, um, it, it's just, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say um, waste of time, like with a really bad sense of, you know, wasting, like it's just, I have better things to do than just, you know, look at other people's numbers or listen to other people's music or whatever. Like, it's good that you do it, bro. You know, enjoy yourself, yeah. enjoy life. I live it to the fullest, um, but uh, you know when you release with Cowgirl and then you're flexing your you know hundred million streams on, on your Spotify for artists on the Unwrapped, don't mean shit to me, fam, because yeah. it's like, let me see your organic streams, let me see how how much of this the percentile of these streams that actually came from your artist profile and your catalog. Yeah, no, that That's I it. totally I totally agree with that. That's it. I don't um, care that people like you don't particularly care that people are like throwing their numbers around if that's what you want to do if that's what it, go for it, it man, constitutes yeah. a success to you then that's yeah, great yeah, but yeah. you know kind of i agree with what you said uh, yeah. or what you said in your stories that you know you kind of need to at least be humble about where those numbers yes. come from like you said if, yeah. if someone released with lo-fi cow chill a month ago <laughs> yeah. like they're gonna be sitting on like a million monthly listeners is exactly. it's just the way yeah. it is yeah. um yeah. does but, that necessarily define success to some yeah. maybe i mean at, at one point i was more than happy like that was cowgirl was it was a name for me i'm not gonna lie about that yeah but yeah. looking yeah. at them i was like yeah i would no. absolutely love to release with um with chilled cow at the time yeah um but now after kind of almost seeing the 
the community that they have cultivated in terms of artists and how yeah you know i've heard from people that have released with uh cowgirl um and have expressed their sheer disappointment with the the fact that they're essentially just encouraging the same you know 10 15 artists to churn out yeah. album month after month exactly. after month yeah um yeah. it kind of it's almost that like don't meet your idols type thing um totally totally like, when you find out Never. how it how it all happens behind the scenes yeah it's not you know you might like sausages but you don't particularly want to know how it was made exactly exactly you definitely don't want to know how fucking sausages are made especially some from others but yeah it's yeah that's that's kind of the thing as well and and Mm. like i said if you want to celebrate your numbers that's great you know it was it was great to see everyone throwing around all of their different figures and, yeah. and stuff and in a way it was like we were all unified in that we were it's been a good year i guess for lo-fi for, yeah for lo-fi that, and for up. instrumental stuff yeah definitely definitely and it was nice to kind of see that kind of unification of everyone seeing yes. how they'd increased over the years and how things yes. were going and yeah i think as well with the way that chill hop and lo-fi is it, it is becoming a, I guess a bit more mainstream because you know it is, yeah. Will Smith's yeah, jumping yeah. on it. You've got even the fucking UK Conservative Party created a video that was just yeah. stupid. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and Pepsi was on it. Yeah, everybody was on it. Yeah, it's it's like, and and to me, being in the the scene for like close to six years now, it's like I can tell from the numbers and surprisingly from the names. Of artists like oh where that person was or how you know you got you got there in a way like i understand like uh and, and i'm happy that you know me posting whatever i posted in the sense of like that um what basically what i said you know for the people who are listening is that <clears throat> i'm not going to be bothering myself with um my artist rap next year i'm just going to check it out because you know it's there it's available yeah. for me but i'm not going to be posting it at all i don't give a fuck anymore like i think it's just um we need to stop feeding into the feeding the machine because this is at the end of the day what you're doing like they got you spotify uh, has you wrapped up on their finger you know by posting <clears throat> these shitty numbers and numbers and more numbers yeah. and this and this and that um which is you know like you said for some people great you think it's if, if you label this as success if you label this as your personal goal blah 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 great fine by me uh however I'm gonna shit talk on it because that's my opinion. You know, <laughs> yeah. fuck it. You put it out there in the world. Yeah, no, that's fair. You put it publicly. Fuck you. You know, I'm gonna do what, what I'm gonna do. What I'm doing best. Shit talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I. That's why I. You know, when it comes to the the let's say the people that I work with and the, the artists that release with them, I disencourage them posting that stuff or be try to be more humble about it like you said and 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 you don't have to flex too much and say oh i did this like oh thank you like at least what i'm happy and i must say that is like all this shit talking that we've been doing for the past couple of months about no thank you to my fans and all that stuff i i see that some people actually got the message and i'm happy Mm -hmm. for that yeah um i we gotta say at this point that we did not do it because we just like to shit on people we just did it because it's like you got to keep your head straight you got to keep your your expressions like it has to be realistic everything like you release with uh, a label 
that historically has made millions of streams, millions of money yeah. of other people. Um, you know, keep it on the down low. It's not a big success, bro. Like if you're gonna go on an editorial playlist, and you, we saw it, like you can go from zero to a million like within two weeks. That's it. Yep. But this is not, this is not who you are. This is not you. That's not your value. No. That's not 100% no. your value. And that's it, isn't it? It's like seeing what they achieve with these labels and then seeing what they achieve with like self-release. It, it's it's, it's exactly. just it's so polarizing. Exactly. And exactly. I, I, I want to definitely put it out there that we're not necessarily like being just bitter old men from the Muppets just complaining about everything. Like... At the end of the day, if if you're happy to put out this kind of front that you've got millions of fans and yeah. that you're, you know, you're doing yeah. great, you, yeah. you you've got your your little plaques that you've made and whatever, and <laughs> you know, if that's the yeah. way, if that's the the front that you want to put out, there, that's fine. But just Go understand it, that. There's going to be the repercussions. Yeah, yeah. Someone, well, people are going to judge you by what you do, no exactly. matter what you do. Whether exactly. you're coming out and saying, people are going to judge us for what we're saying now, people are going to judge you yes. for everything that you do. It's yes. just the way that, that the human nature is. Yes. And if that's the front that you're happy to put out there, then that's great. That, yeah, good for that, you, mate. Happy for you, but, yeah. you know, you've got to kind of be humble about where, you know, big numbers are coming from. Because... Exactly. I've kind of been a bit like disappointed by the scene over the past year, especially now, because this year, you know, one of my main goals was to actually put effort into music and, and release with, um, you know, a couple of labels. Uh, I mean, you also this... you also started managing your own label as well. Yeah, which, which is kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it it adds to the rest of the workload yeah, exactly. that you have as an artist and seeing how. Uh, and I might get shit for this, but kind of seeing how easy it is to go from zero to 100, like quite literally, um, is a bit disappointing, especially as I've mentioned previously, coming from, um, you know, a different music scene and, yes. really, you know, knowing how hard it is to like, you know, create a band, create music and then get that music actually listened to. Yeah. I find within this scene, it is so, so easy if you work with the right people, if you... Brown knows the right people. If you yeah. know, we're going to be quite obvious about it, yeah. you yeah. can you can go from zero to to a hundred thousand within within a month. Yes, and do you know what? that's that's amazing that yeah. that's a possibility because people yeah. can they can earn living and uh, and make money and and go well. There's definitely a glass ceiling. I don't think yeah. you can get like you can't become this huge like well known. Um, like figure from from chill hub and lo-fi that's something that we've we've said a million yeah, times yeah 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 but yeah th there's money to be made and you can you can go from from zero to a hundred thousand very easily um yeah. but i think this kind of naivety around how oh i work so hard to get these numbers or oh, i've been everybody you know, does, working bro. to everybody the bone does. everybody works hard and it, it's a shame to see them then sit back and be like, oh, I want to thank all of my fans and everyone that supported me. Because it's not it's not that. Like, no, that's not it. That's not it. I, mean, I, I would love to put a call out there to everyone that has released with, like, Lo-Fi Girl and, yeah. and even any other, like, huge labels 
that have got them like hundreds of thousands of plays a month and be like how about just for one month just release either a single um an album an ep whatever completely independently yes see and see how that performs whether you work hard yourself to pitch that to playlists and stuff to see whether you know you can utilize you know yeah and and yeah you can easily go from is that like by elevator like yeah yeah exactly go from zero to 100 and 100 to to nothing yeah yeah exactly we've seen that like many times this is where that kind of weird circle jerk comes from where people see that oh okay i can i've got 100k monthly listeners right now i don't i can start to see that like slowly drop decline yeah so now they kind of get a bit panicky and they're like okay well i've got to keep going i've got to keep going yeah yeah, it, it just it's disheartening as well because then you see some genuine like artists and producers that are almost tripping over themselves to get their next like big label release when yeah. really it's like look you know numbers don't they don't mean if if of course you are um you know actually making a living off this music and yeah you need to do that to live but then kind of but realize I mean, you, 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 no no sorry uh, it's i don't want to just adding to what you're saying it's like you can make a living out of it it's this does not include sucking every major label dick out there <laughs> Yeah, but, but this is the thing. This is where it, where it ends up. And that's why you get these people that le- release with like Cowgirl and they're just, they're constantly releasing album month after month that means so much to them and they've worked yeah, so hard. Yeah, I worked so it. hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, this like, is oh. so personal to me. And it's like, what about the last month's one that was so personal yeah, to you? Last, yeah, exactly. What, not just that, like, it's. I, I thought about it a lot, like, in ways to how to express this. Because I know that, and there is a lot of people who um, should talk about us, you know, me, us saying all these things like, oh, yeah, bro, because, like, you didn't get a release by that. I'm like, guess what, fucker? I do have releases with Chill Cow. Yeah, and I have exp- I experienced the, the whole lo-fi elevator thing. Mm-hmm. The issue that I have with all this fucking nepotism, playlisting, bullcrap that's been happening is that this affects the mindset of young upcoming artists yeah and i'm not gonna you know i don't want to sound holier than thou but i do have this sort of like fatherly vibe in me maybe because i have a kid maybe whatever and i do care about people coming into the music not just the scene the music because like every other scene every other let's say sport you know yeah because this is also sport it's for young people you know like eventually there's there's somebody else there's always somebody out there to get you yeah i i do watch a lot of ufc uh fighting uh for the past like you know good i was out five good years like and there's always like you cannot be the champion all the time like we saw that with i I would i would seem so hard for uh conor mcgregor like so hard the guy was like i liked his attitude i liked his like fucking low-key bullying everybody kick beating everybody's ass and then fucking uh what's his name khabib shows up a guy who's literally wrestling bears in fucking uzbekistan whatever the fuck and just puts him down and that's it you know and then you know see conor mcgregor now like the guy's lost like the you know the last four fights that he fought he lost so what I'm getting at is like there's always somebody out there like you know who's going to get you and then you have to 
think about the legacy that you're gonna or the or the repository that you're leaving behind for the younger generation that comes in yeah and it really pisses me off that this whole like um you know like i said at the beginning nepotism playlisting coffee sucking dick donation crap bullshit it affects the mindset of young and upcoming artists and i had a conversation with yesterday with somebody that i'm not gonna of course you know name the name mm-hmm that he told me at some point like the guy's like i don't know a couple of months into the whole scene you know and i'm just chatting away with him like no no stress whatever and at some point we were talking about you know playlists and cowgirl and all that stuff it's like yeah but you know at the end of the day he said i'm nothing without playlists and this literally make me felt i felt really sad yeah and 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 disappointed i'm like what else like why am i not what am i not teaching that person or what am i not you know conveying to that person as a message like i must be doing something wrong but it's not just me it's like it's the whole fucking concept of this like a, a person feels complete like a young musician or let's mm-hmm. say you know producer or whatever feels completely and utterly useless yeah uh, worthless not useless worthless if he doesn't make it to a playlist and my answer that i was like dude chances are that the person who has this big playlist that you that d- does not put you on he's he's worth less than you like of course you're worth the fucking world like you're out there you know you have like you you create something out of thin air like you're thinking about something yeah and you ta-da, that's it you know and it it it's not supposed it's not going to be like a fucking a masterpiece because you know not everybody's beethoven even though <laughs> recently we saw that as well. <laughs> 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 oh fucking hell that was that was a funny that, that was a funny post um you 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 know you're working your yeah. way up you're going to do something like you're feeling worthless because some fucking cunt did not like your the music you put out there or because you're like you're still early in the game and you haven't built up the confidence or like the experience because at the end of the day what we are fucking doing here it's fucking experience it's fucking yeah. it doesn't come with a year like it this is what pisses me off like like to the fucking core like young people getting so fucking frustrated with this shit like as if like a playlist in spotify is your whole fucking life yeah. dude no i ma- i've had like first hand experience with with someone that wanted to essentially go back to the drawing board with their release track because they didn't get on this specific playlist yes and i was like holy shit dude like what the fuck yeah like and this is kind of what i wanted to address with um when we were talking about spotify rap like i make music for me and that shows because i'm my own fucking <laughs> tough artist like if i didn't like my own music then what's the point um and this is kind of what i was trying to eventually uh, get to with what I was saying a minute ago is if you want to sit there and treat your music as like a 9 to 5 where you you're just making you just making bank you want to get that that bag whatever that's that's awesome um but then in a sense don't then turn around and get bitter at those people exactly. like we spoke about last week that was trying to offer money for people just to make beats so then they could put it on a playlist and make bank from that um you know don't get bitter at 
like Firefly music for using ghost producers to put onto editorial. Because at the end of the day, they're doing exactly the same thing that you're doing by making music specifically for labels so that you can make money. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing here is that, you know, you have those of us that that are making music for the making music and realize, yes, all right, playlists are vital for us to, to at least get anywhere, but also understand that those playlists won't necessarily make exactly you get fans and this is where you kind of got to look outside the box and that's literally what i'm doing for next year i've got two things i'm surrounded by new new music stuff um yeah. at the moment because i'm yeah i saw you, i saw you bought some shit you bought yeah, some yeah, christmas yeah, yeah. came early yeah well you know finance. it's christmas <clears throat> Fuck it. um and i've realized that i can't personally survive on like playlists alone um no. it's great but i want to have that satisfaction of having someone that isn't just another producer come to me and be like i really like your shit yeah and the way the, the way that i personally feel like i can do that is by um i guess performance stuff um whether that's performing in person once things settle down in the world or twitch creating video content yeah or even twitch um yeah. you know and i've got like a drum pad i've got um like a launch pad here so i can yeah and i'm basically i'm learning an entire new uh, digital audio work. I'm, you know, I'm learning Ableton now um, to try and figure out how I can utilize everything that I've got now into creating a live performance, whether that's yes. for video content, for live streams, or even in person. I'm figuring mm -hmm. out how to kind of make this a, an, an all encompassing package so I can create, you know, yeah. do some live stuff because I want people to like me for me or, and know who I am. Yeah. Instead of just being on a on a playlist. Um, yeah. And and don't get me wrong, if that that's a, a more than viable way to to get um not necessarily popular but to get some success within this scene is, is playlists and you know like myself and you you and myself we're both creating play we curate these playlists and we, we yes. help out artists and you know that's part and part of what we do um but i think we've definitely got to start looking outside the box on how to put ourselves out there as artists rather Mate, than you need to you need to diversify your portfolio yeah, yeah. as simple exactly. as that as simple as that like this is like the other thing that is like very disappointing for me and thank you for bringing it up it's like all this and i'm sorry to say it all these fucking kids simping over a fucking spotify playlist yeah there's like so many things you can do with music and because there's like a lot of branches like there's like you can do mixing and mastering. You can do equalizing. You can, you know, you can really, you want to see what a fucking producer is? Fucking Google Rick Rubio or like yeah. Rick Rubin. Fucking, you know, Google these guys. Like go to like old school producers. See the, find the people who produced The Doors, Metallica, yeah. Def Leppard, Dip, Led Zepp. Like these are the producers. Not what we like fucking call each other. It's like we call each other producers. We're shit. I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. I, I, if, if I would call anything my, myself, I would call myself a an arranger. I can arrange shit. Yeah, okay. And then every now and then I can, you know, um, what is the word? Compose like a yeah. couple of chord progressions. But I'm a glorified arranger. I don't produce. 
I don't produce. Like I produce work <laughs> in my yeah. daily job in my nine to five. I'm being productive, but I would not consider myself a producer. But there's sound design. Like I have a really good friend. His name is uh, Giovanni Webster. He's uh, from Brazil. Uh, I, I've known him through dance music. Like we, we've been friends on Facebook, of course, um, for a little bit over than 10 years, I want to say seven, whatever. Uh, he was like an upcoming DJ or whatever then. And I was like, when I was doing the deep house stuff, I would try to have like guests on my podcast because before podcasts became illegal because they only include music. Because <laughs> back in the day, a podcast, when you were a DJ, it meant like you just, it was a DJ set. That was it. Yeah. Um, and I would get people, you know, to do like guest mixes and stuff. And the guy, he branched out into sound design and became a, uh, he was a sound, he is like a, the sound designer behind, oh, I really want to throw like some, you know, name drop what he did. Um, but I'm going to name drop the studio he works now. It's he, he came to the, he's in London right now and he's working for, oh man, bear with me, Giovanni. Oh, Webster, there we go. Uh, he used to work for the, yeah, for the Aquarius game studio in Brazil. They had, they made this super cool, um, uh, uh, game with like, it's like a racing game. It's like nostalgic as well. Horizon Chase is the name okay. of the game. It's really cool, really cool game. And he made the sound design for it or most of it, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, flex for, for his behalf. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's working at the Splash Damage. Oh so shit, if, okay. So, so yeah, if you're like a super nerd, Splash Damage is like the studio behind like a fucking huge titles, you know? And the guy just landed a job across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's over he's over here now. Um, and, you know, that's it. Because I have a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to be my own boss. And like, I don't know, fuck nine to five. How, I mean. I, How is I, that I, any different from what you're doing? Exactly. <laughs> when you're making music. And you, and you, and you have like a steady paycheck. Yeah. You do you you know you you do what you like doing, which is like being involved in the whole music, sound design, creating shit, whatever. Being more creative than just like an arranger and a composition yeah. and fucking people, fucking knobs in fucking Ableton. And you can do like you can take it to the next level, and there's like somebody paying you like paying you money, covers yeah. your insurance, whatever. You, you can keep on doing your music stuff on the side. Nobody nobody stopping you. Maybe it's going to be more, uh, more. Maybe it's going to be better because, like, you, if you broaden up your horizon, I think I saw like a also like a question in the chat from from um, Matsaya Music. Like he says, uh, what are your thoughts about constantly making beats versus trying to make beats meticulously to stand up for a good amount of time? And my response is like, you have to make beats all the time, whether you like it or not. Just it's not for either or. You have to do it so you can improve and you can you know uh, yeah. better your craft and all that stuff of course what you do with the final product that's that's on you but uh, you know you want to become good at what you do you just fucking do that shit day yeah. in and day out and that's this that. is this is the thing that i've noticed um you know with that question specifically like making meticulous beats stand the test of time well 
at the end of the day, music's timeless. Exactly. I, I don't... Th this is something that within... And we've mentioned this before, but something within this scene has created this sort of... Um, Urgency. Like, to get kind now. Of, yeah, it's, it's almost made our music sort of ephemeral in a way where yes. once it's released, that's it, it's done. It's done, it's dead. Uh, music that you made 12 months ago... It's now is old no music. different... Yeah, it's for some reason we've we've created this mindset within the lo-fi community where if you don't have a new song every week, every month, then you're dead. You're dead. But no. there's nothing wrong with pitching music that you released six months ago to a playlist. There's no. nothing wrong. You know, if you released an album, like that's like 10, 15 tracks potentially that you could you could just keep pushing throughout. The, an entire year yeah. but people will just like drop their album and then they'll move on to the next thing and yeah. that just boggles my mind like yeah. it's so it's it's just such a strange no, mindset no no it's, it's you know what you know what is happening here this is happening because exactly what we were talking about before because like if you don't post a fucking thing every couple of weeks your numbers are gonna go down on Spotify oh well and people are like oh my god I'm not relevant anymore Dude, like, of course you are. Nobody's like, it's 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 impossible to produce. It's not that easy to produce a piece of content every two weeks. That's why we see people burning up. That's why mm -hmm. we saw this influx of fucking singles. Yeah, and singles and more singles. I understand it. I I totally understand it. Mm -hmm. That is it's difficult. That's why you know. However, I said. To everybody who's submitting music for my label, like, I'm not considering singles anymore. I know it's hard, but I want you as a musician, as a producer, as whatever the fuck you call yourself, to take the time, you know, do like a fucking karate kid, like breathe in, breathe out. Take your time, make a complete body of work and say, okay, I have an EP now. It's four tracks, it's five tracks, it's ten tracks, whatever. Yeah. You know, concentrate on making a complete body of work that it could tell a story. Like when you put a single out, you cannot tell them like, oh, this is my best work, like blah, 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 blah. No, it's two minutes of music. There's no lyrics. No. There's a fucking drum beat for two, mi for two minutes. And there's a couple of chord progressions. What the fuck? What's the deeper meaning of that fucking shit? Yeah. What is I it? Mean, I've, I've, I mean, I've scheduled a single for um, January, but... Oh, you unmuted. I always forget that I have that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I have a single scheduled for next year purely on the fact that um, I didn't have anything scheduled. But I've been sitting yeah. on this single for for like, I made that in July. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. So you, um, so you let I mean, it marinate a little bit. <laughs> it, it is just something that I just constantly listened to. Um, I was like, That's yeah, cool. I probably should do yeah. something with this. I think I maybe pitched it to a couple of labels, didn't hear anything back. Um, yeah. And again, that that was kind of a cycle that I fell into, that I realised... Yeah. Fuck, fuck that. Yeah, like, I've yeah. got maybe six to eight tracks that are ready to be released that I haven't done anything with because I've been waiting to hear back from labels. And yeah. then yeah. it's, you know, we're in December now, we should really be thinking about putting music out in January, February, if you are 
you know, if you're serious about like whether it's pitching to editorial or at least creating content around the music that you're going to release. Um, and I was like, oh shit, I've not done anything that like there yet. So yeah, I just literally pulled together this single, changed the name from what it was to something because I found like a nice image that I wanted to use um, and just throw it out there. And th there's not necessarily any meaning behind it. It's a nice track that I made on a stream one time when I was streaming on Instagram Live uh, like earlier this year. But there's no story behind it, and yeah, like you said, with with a complete body of work, like my um, yeah. the the EP that I last released, you know, yeah. there's a story behind that. It is all stuff that has been released previously, but yeah. I've remade it, rejigged it, remixed it, whatever. Um, and there's that's a story also behind like, that. That's also like another good idea. Like, just because you put something out, doesn't mean it's over and done with. You can take that idea again, revisit it remaster it like tweak it remix your own fucking work and then come up and say give it another fucking name and then it is what it is and yeah. put it out like nobody's stopping you to in in this is something that i wanted to do but i'm not gonna do it in december i'm probably gonna do it in january at some point um i'm gonna do like a i wouldn't call it like a best off but you know the tracks that really stood out for me the stuff that i did myself yeah and put them in a, a fucking release and put it out I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't care like about resubmitting my, no, 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 I don't want to submit anything. It's like, I want if, if somebody, because if somebody lands on my profile today, or let's say on the day of the release, he's going to see that like latest release, boom. Like this yeah. is what would people do. Like they would just listen to whatever the latest you have out there. This is what I do. That's what the average user does. Like nobody's going to go like, oh, let's see what Aaron released back in 2016. Yeah. No, <laughs> like they will do that only if you manage to convert them as a fan and i'm gonna get back to that as well so i'm gonna put it out and i don't give a fuck it's like this is what i want to do for myself yeah because like you know the year 2020 to 2021 i did this and this and this and this and this i'm gonna put them out in a, in a thing unfortunately the stuff that we did with universal i cannot do it but yeah <laughs> that's 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 a pity actually because this involves two fucking albums yeah like personal albums and it sucks balls it's like about 20 tracks but yeah whatever i have more um so you know that's that's that, that's another thing you can do or you feel like you're like low in inspiration whatever fucking collab with somebody like we know that collabing collaborating it's like 50 percent of the job like you can do the drums they can do the guitars and vice versa or whatever yeah like I don't know, like, I, I, I mean, I'm happy that I see it in, in our Discord, at least. Like, there's, like, people, like, you know, um, not throwing samples around, but asking, like, oh, do you want to, you know, sax here? Do you want a piano yeah. there? Like, I did this, I did that. Like, which is super great. You can do that. Or do whatever other healthy musician did, you know, before fucking Spotify and self-releasing or whatever. I did that a lot. I would find a piece of work that I liked, and I would, like, just fucking remix it. Yeah. Um, I just put it on SoundCloud. I don't give a fuck. Because my, because I didn't care about numbers and, and sales and streams and whatever. I just wanted to have the best remix of that song. Yeah. Or um, because I was always competitive in nature, like, especially when it came to music, like back then, you know, before, you know, before I, I, I adopted this sort of like fatherly figure mindset. <laughs> uh, I was a basic cunt. Uh, so I would just, you know, see other DJs that would make remixes, house remixes of something, 
And I'd be like, fuck this guy. I can make it better than you. And I would get happy if I would be happy if, if I would get more plays on my SoundCloud than them. And that was it. It did not involve money. It did not involve Spotify or iTunes or whatever the fuck. It was like something entirely personal in my own little bubble that I yeah. felt happy about. And that's it. I think within this scene that there is a lot of, um, I guess, love for our own, or at least it seems to me like there's a lot of love for our own music that, that's kind of missing now. It is like chasing the next 100K. Yeah, and it's sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. And I can I can guarantee to you and all the people who are listening and watching the live now, that's like, time is your biggest enemy. And I don't... I, 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 uh, I was talking to yeah I've talked to a lot of people over over Instagram and one of the, the discussions that I had like the, yesterday the day before was that um, that time is what will persevere in the end meaning that uh, and I've seen it the past five years right like it's mathematically proven to the point that if you see like this year like this like you know if you have like a hundred peers let's yeah. say, you know make the same time music the next three to five years only 10 to 15% of these people will keep making music. You will yeah. keep seeing their names, nobody else. So, uh, and this ties up to a question that I got. Uh, should I, let me, let me just, let me just give a shout out to them to, yeah, Saturn, who's also on the, on the, Saturn, the hula hoops, who's also in on the chat. Uh, he asked about organic marketing tactics. The best advice I can give you is just, stay your course like yeah. it's just keep doing what you do it's not going to happen overnight man i guarantee it to you. it's not going to happen in one week in one month in 10 months like it's going to happen in three four five six ten years that you know i've been doing this for like five years now six going to the sixth one if i remember how i fucking started the marketing with now like it, you know this grind that they say you know you talk just being talked talk you just need to be talkative not the bullshitter but just talk to people be open be honest about what you're doing whatever don't fucking you know shoot in the dark or like cold calling people or whatever just you need to be on the grind and then time will take care of everything yeah I, I think there's definitely a level of perseverance there as well and personality you need to put yourself out there yes yeah, um, yeah, don't yeah. just be um like an this, icon or an yeah. avatar because, or a fucking animal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, unless that's... Yeah, that's be, your thing. Yeah. Be something that people can engage with, that, that exactly. people can genuinely be interested in. And give me yeah. two seconds, because my screen keeps going to sleep now. Now that yeah, the alarm okay. went off. It's okay. Don't worry. Oh, you're welcome, Saturn. You're welcome, my son. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep at it, man. Just keep at it. Like this, this nothing in particular specific topics and, and tactics. It's like, you know, make sure. Uh, people... it back in time. Yeah, let's go. I was just telling yeah. Saturn. Like, go ahead, carry on. Oh no, no. Um, I mean, to be fair, Saturn's been from because I've been speaking with him as well. From what he he's been doing, he's found this complete <laughs> fucking like niche of um, yeah. like hula hoop girls that he's been working with, and you know they've been using his music in their videos, and you know that's. That's ge that is genius. Like you're asking us about organic marketing. It's like, dude, dude. like you've pretty much nailed it there. Find, Exa exactly. find a niche that isn't 
necessarily within your circle so like he's always joking with me that i should try and partner with the lazy boy sofas <laughs> and i'm like do you know what let's do it like get get me a lazy yeah. boy and um you know why not I'll no, just sit there with my my new like drum pad and, and just hit the no, sticks. It's it's exactly like it's it's part of what we were saying like before. Like think outside of just think outside of fucking Spotify and fucking numbers and playlists. Like there's yeah. like there's so many applications of what we do. Not only like especially you know in the in the sound processing field, that is like you just focusing on on fucking Spotify. It's not it, and it it. It doesn't necessarily has to be something that has to do with music. Like for example, me, I'm my 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 other hobbies, you know, aside of music, is videography. I like video. I mean, I I haven't been doing videos lately, but I'm, I'm not really looking forward into it. It's like a, it's a hassle, too much of my time. But it's photography, and I sell my shit online. Like I found yeah. this website called Wirestock, and they distribute the stuff uh, on on. A multitude of other platforms like uh, iStock Photo or Freepik mm-hmm. or or Adobe uh, Essentials and all that stuff. And as of last week, they integrated their, in the service a printing option. Like you can print my shit. So now I will start promoting it on my other, you know, more personal social media profiles. That yeah. oh, you like one of my pictures? You can go into my portfolio, find it. And through that, like a very you know a one-stop shop basically, and a yeah. very um, organic uh, native process, you can just print it and have it at your house, and that's that. So it just doesn't have to be just music, man. Like just do stuff that you like. Like, but the thing like- is, even in the sense of music, like what someone just said in the comments now is that um, you know get me an elev- elevator music placement in New York, and I'm happy. Well, on that why don't you reach out to local coffee shops why don't you exactly. reach out to cafes or exactly. even like just go big <laughs> and go to starbucks corporate and be like how can i get my music in into your yes. your rotation give out a fucking business card like most of these places nowadays especially in the states they have spotify playlists like if they you just, look at it there are, there are yeah. so many um like bespoke and independent like coffee roasters breweries Yes. That, that would more than happily like put your music on it if it's yeah. if it's good obviously exactly. and that's again how you could get more organic listeners to actually listen to you it most yes. likely would require putting some money into maybe some physical things whether it's a cd or a tape or something to get yeah. you know those purchases but C- cd what's a cd dad it's a laser disc <laughs> But yeah, like reach out to to those that are local to you. Like if you have a a city nearby, are there any sort of independent, even like video independent game shops, whether it's like board games or like miniatures. Dude, yeah, I mean. Go into the real world. Don't just rely. And it's like, that's pot kettle because I should really be doing stuff like that. Like thinking about it now, I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) but there's there's some advice there. Yeah, yeah. Listening to your own advice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to do it as well. Like I have my, I always think about that shit, and I've been procrastinating in printing a business card uh, for well over a year. Like we would go to for holidays or whatever, and there would be like a spa or there'd be like a hotel. I would ask them, you know, I would go to the managers. I, I don't really keep track. It's like, oh, if you play, everybody just give me a shout out. No, 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 I don't care. Like I would just you know take their phone or their computer and say, Pablo Vista, that's it 
follow me, whatnot, like listen yeah. if you like it. It would mean the world if you guys play that shit all the time. Uh, you know, all these establishments, they don't really have to worry about because uh, um, there's usually like, I mean, I, I know we have it in Greece, like there's like a local, uh, I wouldn't call it royalty collecting society, but um, like some sort of like a, a, an institute that allows the reproduction of media in an establishment as a, such as a restaurant or a coffee yeah. shop or whatever. And they just ask for for like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's tax or whatnot. However, you can look it up. The music that has been played on Spotify is already being taxed, is already being collected in terms yeah. of mechanical royalties. Nobody can force a, a, an owner to pay that stuff. It's like, it's my own establishment. This music has been, you know, on Spotify cleared for public reproduction, whatever, because all of these are mechanical royalties that have been paid automatically. Yeah. So if I own a shop and I want to play my fucking music that I like, tough titties, you know, you got to listen to it. So, you know, getting back to the whole, whatever Saturn asked about organic tips or whatnot, or other people in the chat as well, um, or what, what Num, Num, Numbat said, uh, you don't need me or Aaron or any fucking label to get your music placement in, in New York or an elevator New York thing. Like you can get it yourself. I mean, yeah. if, if you're in New York, it's even better, but, uh, maybe try to be what, and something would also like to, you know, also wanted to, to talk about today having realistic goals so if sleepy numbat you know and yeah I, I just see your name now i'm sorry like I, i'm not targeting you or anything like that so i'm gonna quickly pull up this guy's spotify because i've never you know i think he's new to the fam yeah <laughs> new to the podcast Here we go. Some, some, some live reviews exactly so sleepy numbat <laughs> right like uh the guy has what is it yeah, his name is Vincent because I like I like seeing people you know crediting themselves. So it's, you're not your mom did not call you numbad when you came out of her womb. She called you something else, and what she called you is Vincent clearly. Uh, so you got eight thousand monthly listeners. Nice, uh, which is great. You know, good for you. Uh, this I mean, eight thousand me people wouldn't be able to fit in my house. So exactly, it shows you know from these numbers I can see that you're relatively like new to the, the genre you know i just see that your releases are 2021 which is great it's a good number it's a realistic goal you can say yeah by the end of the year i would like to make this like 8000 50000 that would be a realistic goal not 10 million that would that would be completely unrealistic also realistic would be that i don't know where you're from but let's say you're from australia i don't know where numbats are native to it looks like an armadillo, but I'm not really sure. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a zoologist. Uh, so let's say you're from Australia or something, right? Maybe try to get your music first to elevators in Australia, and then slowly, after you build the experience on how to you know approach people, talk to them about your music, you can say, "Hey, New York elevator place thing that needs my music. I already have." placements of my music in a thousand other elevators across the world maybe you can consider it yeah but if you're coming to me or to any other you know label and say oh i want this and all that 
the easiest thing that I can say to you is like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that. Like, you coming to me like, who the fuck are you? Like, in the sense of like demanding whatever. I mean, I'm not, Vincent, again, I'm not talking directly to you in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Vincent and any Vincent out there who's, you know, coming up to this shit. But this is how you need to approach it. Of course, the easiest way to get from point A to point B is a straight line. But usually there's a lot of shit through that line. It has to go up and down and left and right. You can virtually connect these two places with mm -hmm. one straight line. But we all know that, you know, real world and physics did not work like that unless you know, there's a, I don't know, a 10 kilometer straight line that you can walk on. Usually it doesn't work like that. Um, yeah, this is like my little rant about, you know, getting out there and putting your stuff there, like trying to be more morally realistic about it. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just um, as simple as spending the day just searching YouTube or searching like TikTok or even Instagram for, for people that aren't within you know these closed circles that might make use of your music like yeah i i occasionally well i say occasionally i pretty much weekly search for my artist name on like youtube to see where where i am to see if yeah. I've, I've been used because i don't um content idea my music so people are free to use it in their videos or whatever and i found that some guy did uh like a keyboard unboxing with one of my tracks he didn't ask me to you <laughs> didn't ask to use the music but i don't I, I thought it was great like i was i was really chuffed with it i thought it was a great video like it was really well shot the music worked really well he even um made the video around the music which i thought was really interesting so you know it's like he heard that track and he was like oh yeah this is perfect for this video that i'm doing and, and built his his video around that and you know i went and like left a comment thanked him for using the track and whatever but that's another area that, that we could we could go down we could contact people that make like like tech unboxing videos or even even like light twitch live streamers and stuff if you're if you make sure that your content is safe to use within those kind of areas then yeah why aren't you doing that like playlists aren't the be all and end all i think this is the point that we've um we've been trying to to say like playlists are great but they're only one area in which we can get our music out there um and, and as someone pointed out playlists are very passive people will put them on yes people aren't really paying attention to the playlists they put on they just want to listen to some music they put music exactly on. it's yeah. on in the background great but if you find yourself whether it is in a coffee shop whether it is in uh, another sort of like retail store if yeah. it is on someone's especially on someone's video or twitch stream People yeah. are paying attention to these. Yes, yes. Even if it's getting someone to do a video like a reel or a TikTok, people are paying attention to the content, this specific content, which means they are paying attention to your music. So if you find that you're getting good engagement from that, just like keep doing it. It's, it's just that simple, like reach out to everyone. Like playlists can be one thing, but have four or five or six other different areas that you look into, whether it's, you know, even those that do um, like lo-fi edits on, um, on Instagram, you know, like lo-fi nights, um, uh, mono-fi, even uh, what's his name? Lo-fi vibe. Like if you do live performance videos, start getting like chatty with that person, try and get, you know, 
try and get out there more try and put yourself out there that isn't just playlists because for me personally that's the, that is the easiest way to get some numbers like and that's that's great that's a, a i guess a step ladder into stuff that you can find yourself on a couple of playlists that are getting you maybe a couple of hundred a couple of thousand listeners yes. uh, yeah. a week a month whatever use that as kind of the passive okay this music's getting traction yeah. and start looking elsewhere like exactly. one thing that we as a label try to do when we have something a bit more substantial like we have a couple of like i guess more vocal driven stuff yeah. is that we build out an entire press list we build, build out a press kit we write press releases for for this this music and we reach out to um places like complex ear milk uh, fashionably early all these different music publications to try and get people that are, are interested in finding like new artists and things like that yes. really getting out there and one thing that i found is that these publications don't give a fuck about chill up they don't care about like nope. life unless nope. you are like huge unless you are um you know like swum or someone like that that, no, that already think, have yeah yeah, yeah. i don't but not yeah. even then like it's it has to be something like super substantial for them to really care that much the only publication that actually gives yeah. any care about like chill hop is stereo fox and even then it has to yeah. be like fucking top top tier for them to, it has to, to, to be, write about I, it it has to be at somebody's top top tier to write yeah, something about it because exactly. that's also like subjective yeah exactly yeah. um and you know practicing doing that for yourself as well i know that um tsunami sound started doing things like that they've been writing about their releases and yeah. the artwork around it and creating something that isn't just about the music so people can really read into it um yeah and yeah there's so much to music that people don't seem to be paying attention to and you know like you said it's very disappointing that that person was like oh without playlists i'm nothing yeah exactly. um exactly playlists are just a very small step onto what you could really 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 exactly. like it's get only, into it's only a fraction of what you do like it's only like a very small it's a very small part of you as an artist yeah that's it like playlist like whatever like it's it is what it is like there's so many things that can be done out there like it's um you need to have what i found at least because I, I gotta say as well that everything that i say and i express in this fucking podcast and every conversation that i have with anybody on over every any fucking platform is based on my personal experience yeah. i'm not fucking gaslighting people i'm not fucking you know gary v even though i know that he's basing his bullshit on personal experience as well it's uh, you have to have a good network of your brand again i think we talked about this before like you being a musician you're a brand whether you like it or not you need to be present like we, we talked about organic marketing and tactics or whatever um you know sadly i'm going to touch on that that you know uh new york elevator placement thing again you need to have some sort of like you need to create your own cloud you don't yeah. you don't you don't have you don't expect other people to make the cloud for you like you need to have a website you need to have a uh an instagram account a twitter account like a soundcloud like all these fucking stuff where people could potentially find you i have a mixed cloud account it used to be a thing mixed cloud back in the day i barely use it now nowadays like i could use it and start uploading my mixtapes there but i know like it's it doesn't really bring me anything nevertheless I make sure that all the links are there. Like if somebody yeah. 
ends up finding me there, they can find my other profiles as well. Same thing for Instagram. Same thing for my website. Websites. Websites are so fucking underrated. Yeah. And I'm happy that at least I see like some movement of people getting back. Like because people just got used to, you know, the Instagrams and their fucking Facebooks and whatever. But a website is a hundred percent yours, man. It's you. Yeah. It doesn't have to conform. Like it can look however the fuck you want it to look like. You're not confined by borders or guidelines or like types of files uploaded, whatever. Just, just do your thing. Like, how do you expect people to know you and to follow your music just because you landed on a big playlist? And this is something else that I would like to also say that it's like, it's a fucking myth. Just because you landed on Chilled Cow's playlist, this is not gonna bring you a thousand followers overnight. Because this is the most passive listening shit ever. Like, like you said, you put it on, you let it rip, and then that's that. Nobody's gonna give a fuck and say, oh, I like that. Let me click on this guy, clack, 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 and just follow him. No. That's the thing, unless it's really, really standout. But as we've seen from a lot of the music that's coming out of the Chill Cow Camp, is it's not, it's nothing super sort of like, oh, that's, that's really fucking unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know this is something that I'll always keep saying um, that I mentioned previously as well. Like, I, I've, I follow a shit ton of playlists for loads of different types of music. There was one that I followed that was like, um, I guess like prog, emo, metal, like just a mix of like prog jazz type stuff. Yes. It was just really, yeah. really, really random. And there was this one song because Spotify Shuffle used to be trash. It's changed now. It's actually getting a bit better. Mm-hmm. But there was this one song that kept coming up that was like a bit like kind of Japanese math rocky that, that had a flute in it. And every time yeah. it came up, it caught my, my like, attention. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah exactly. How, how are they doing this? But it sounds fucking good. And that yeah. made me look into that artist and they've become one of my like favorite artists. And yeah. that's kind of what you should strive to do as well. Be yes. different in a, like the same, but different, like have something that really stands out. You know, if you want yeah. to, I mean, something that I've started doing this year as well is putting more of my bass into, into my music. So, cowbell. you know, you, you can listen to more cowbell, you know, more cowbell. exactly. <laughs> you know, put something into music that's unique to you. That isn't just using the same, like splice samples over and over again. Exactly. Just do something yeah. super, super different, but not too different that you don't, you know, yeah. yeah just, just find your groove. Yeah, no, that's, I think and this can definitely like, uh, we can use that as a segue to a question that we got from Energy. Energy or Federico, basically from Italy. Uh, my boy <laughs> from Rimini. Like, you know, he wanted us to talk about uh, VSTs and technical stuff. And, and um, to tie it up with what you said, you know, if you can, you know, get a, uh, I don't know, make a banger. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Vincent Gabu made a, a TikTok like that. It blew up, uh, and he was talking about uh, recording the sound of a cucumber falling into wet ground and making a sick banger after, after on that with that. Yeah, uh, and if you can make like you know, this also falls into sound design. Get like a, a, your own sample, let's call it, or whatever. Or if it's like an instrument, and tweak it that much that it. Well, it becomes unique to you, you know? It's like, you. how should I say? And this is what I used to do a lot when, when I was doing like um, electronic music. Somebody would ask me like, oh, bro, what, what is that? Th-? I'm not going to tell you. 
Yeah. Gatekeeping cunt. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. That's my shit. Like, I'm gonna subject you to this shit for a fucking year, drive you fucking mad. Meanwhile, I'm gonna make my sound sound so unique because Paul is using that, you know, weird flute, reverby, whatever brick shit sound that I cannot fucking, you know, duplicate. Yeah. Uh, and then be like, oh, you know what? I recorded a cucumber for falling into fucking mud. Yeah. And then that shit came out. Like, yeah, that's a good yeah. story. But don't, you know, there's, it's like, uh, does, a, does a fucking magician share share the their tricks? Does it tell you like how, how he, you know, illusionist does the illusions? No, fuck it. Did Copperfield say how he fucking disappeared? No. Even though I mastered that with ladies like you know yeah, you know sake. you know the expression of making a, doing a copperfield uh <laughs> i don't just, think so but i don't you know go, i want you to explain it you go you bang <laughs> no you go you bang and then you just disappear oh, right, okay. <laughs> nah. uh, but anyway i mean we use it a lot in greece like they say you know this guy did a copperfield or whatever ah uh, uh, anyway anyway no, on the topic of like vsts and stuff and um, one thing i will say is it is worth investing in yourself yes it's from a curator point of view it's very obvious when a track is submitted that has stock plugins um yes now don't get me wrong you can do wonders with stock plugins oh, you can sure. if you like you mentioned work on sound design and really trying to work on that sound yeah. then yeah, you could make a stock plugin sound like, you know, a $300 plugin if you really put the work in. $30,000 instrument you can make it sound. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when it comes to using like free VSTs and stuff, you can tell when people have used them as is. And it is kind of disappointing, especially when the song has a potential to be really, really good. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And again, that that might be down to, you know, poor mastering and mixing. It might be down to poor, poor um, you know, again, sound design. Yeah. But it's definitely, I found at least, worth investing in yourself when it comes to sounds and stuff. Um, even if it's just like... I guess, like, if I'm going to go down to it, splice stuff, um, you know, paying for stuff like that, then that, you know, it, it does work. You can get some really nice sounds out of it. Um, in terms of, like, the technicalities behind VSTs and sound design and stuff, for me personally, you've come to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know shit. Um, I have... I currently use the... Uh, Arturia Labs V or 5 that came with my keyboard. Yeah. Um, I spliced, paid for RC20 and Serato Sample. Um, and a couple of new stuff have j has just come with the the kit that I bought recently. So I'm excited to, to dive into that. Um, oh, and uh, Labs. Spitfire Labs or whatever Spitfire Sounds Labs that's an incredible VST yes it's free and it, it does sound great I just struggle to mix in their um, their soft keys it's very attack heavy and I'm still trying to figure out how to uh, to mix that that best um, but yeah I guess they're the VSTs that I rely on a lot oh and saturation knob and OTT yeah anything to do with knobs I love it exactly 
I'm 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 so so much in love with knobs. I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dad why jokes. we're friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, now seeing like what uh, Numcat also posted, like he said that he's like you know he's basically going uh, broke on buying all these VSTs. What I would like to add though. Because this is like also like a common sometimes um, misconception that you need just need to get buying the the newest and the latest whatever. No 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 no. Just make sure this is what I told him. Like abuse the living shit out of the stuff that you buy in the yeah. sense of like you're reaching a point that says there's nothing more I can do with that thing. Like, that's it. Like I fucking used it to its maximum potential. Like I twisted all the fucking knobs in every possible direction in every possible combination like i don't know you have like <laughs> five knobs 20 knobs 100 knobs like for me it was always like that because i i you know, continuing the joke with the knobs i worked with knobs most of my time uh when it came to music because i started making music with reason propeller heads reason and i still yeah. do so you know the moment that nnxt uh, pops up or the nn19 you know the samplers basically um, I used to work with fucking Reason before Reason had waveform support. Before yeah. you could, um, before you could do fucking anything, you wanted a, a sample. If you had loaded like an audio sample that was like two minutes long, every time you want to listen to it, you know, you want to listen to Mark 130. Yeah. You have to go from the very start of fucking place. <laughs> That, or you could convert it into a Rex file, which was a clusterfuck for anything that is over 15 seconds. Um, so yeah, is fucking, and, and, and I still like, even though getting, uh, I'm getting the latest updates every time there's an update for a reason, like even though I might not use it as much as, the, uh, uh, as I did in the past, it's because I'm already like a user, like a registered user, I get it for like super cheap price, like a hundred bucks or something. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, you know. Also for me now being my own company, it's a company expense and I can expense it. It is what it is. This is and why you need to use FL Studio because updates are always free. Exactly. And you can find it cracked. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> we do not condone that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> so. We do not condone sailing the seven seas. Exactly. So. What I'm saying is this, like in every, every time, like, you know, reason comes up with something like now I open it up. I admire it because it has become so amazing. And I'm thinking to myself, if only you were a real musician, <laughs> how useful would that be to you? <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I keep twisting the same knobs, using the same fucking devices. Because, do, you, do you even own a musical instrument? Uh, yeah, uh, since last week, a guitar from Lidl. I sent that picture. You did, did you actually <laughs> buy it? <laughs> how are you getting on with it? Uh, I think my daughter is actually getting more with it. <laughs> She's getting on more with it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely I'm, not in tune. I, I get, well, it is in tune, in baby tune. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that it's not going to survive the next year. So I'm pretty sure we're going to, you know, find like a grave and bury it. Wow. <laughs> Return it back to the earth. <laughs> wow. But I'm going to recycle the strings though, you know, because yeah. they're, they're metallic, so, you know, whatever. But the wood can just rot, and the little, um, according to my daughter, the, the 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 ants will eat it. Okay. So it's great, yeah. Termites and whatnot. So so to really um, answer the question, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if I could call Wait, my knob a have musical a MIDI keyboard? I do have a MIDI keyboard. Well, there yes. you go. That's that's an instrument. Where is it? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. <laughs> is is it in a drawer? <laughs> He's put it away. This is how much of a. Uh, here he is. Hey! <laughs> it's just because it stays. You have the limited one as well, the white and the black. That's not limited, man. Like, they, they offered it different colors. I think the limited one is the one in red and black, actually. That's the one you I cannot have the find. red and black one. Well, when I wanted to buy Wait, one, hold on. I, wanted, I wanted to buy the red and black one, but I only. Uh, and I didn't. And I, I found that and one. I bought this. Yeah. That, that this was like the default. Ah, uh, no, the, isn't there another one? I think there's three versions of that. There's like, or or not, or is it just two? I'm confused. But yeah, dude, this is not a musical instrument. This is an instrument that can play musical samples, but it doesn't play anything. <laughs> it's not a fucking Casio keyboard. Peep peep pop, doing that shit. So yeah. But well, yeah, I, I I keep it I keep it towed away like stashed in um, under my daybed's drawers because it gets dusty if I leave it up there and I don't use it for longer periods of time so might as well keep it stored you know. Shit yeah, mine's dusty. I, I to be fair, I've not actually played or made any music for for weeks. I've been so busy. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. But now I'm so surrounded I just by shit it. that I'm gonna have to use. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I even get like super jealous, like seeing you guys like, you know, posting pictures of that stuff. And I'm like, this is going to come out wrong, I know. But I have the financial luxury to just buy the whole machine catalog, you know, because of like the, the dopest fucking stuff. Yeah. I don't know how to use them, but I would like to have them for some reason, because I just fucking love, love them. Like, oh, the, yeah, the looks like from the product design perspective because i'm a fucking you know i'm a designer so like this gets really gets me riled up a lot mm -hmm. um like as a the, the, the design of these products is like fucking immaculate i think it's like this it's so appealing to me that i just want to own one even though i probably you know not even press the knobs it's like beep pop pop like you know make a drum beat or something but yeah i would love to have like a bigger desk so I can have all these machines. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm just fucking surrounded by like that, and now I've got the the, the drum pad down there. That, that's just... great. That's great. I mean, but my my biggest dream oh, no. idea that I had, a dream mainly, uh, when I was like, this was like before Corona and before we moved, we had right opposite our building. Uh, it was like there was a neighboring building, and the the first floor. Um, was a flat that has not been rented for i mean we were there for three and a half years and it was like empty all the time yeah and i think it was from the size perspective i would say it would be like a good 70 square to 80 square meter apartment like a maybe two bedroom apartment mm -hmm. and my idea would was always like to make this sort of like pueblo vista headquarters like have like a space as a studio and equip it with any fucking cool shit thing that i could get and he say, hey, you know, I'm just gonna uh, fly Aaron over, or if Aaron wants to, you know, come over and visit, she can do some shit in the studio right there. Sick. That would be like, I mean, this definitely, you know, derives from me simping hard and having like, you know, Rick Rubin being one of my 
if not my only uh, icon or idol or person that I aspire to, like, you know, music produ production wise. Uh, because that's what, and especially his, uh, his studio in, in Malibu, the, what is it called? I guess this Hindu, uh, Namaste, no, not Namaste, this is like very basic. Yeah, he has this dope studio in Coastline, California. It's like, I don't know, he's, he has like a really amazing podcast. He's, he's done like uh, interviews with some of the best artists out there. Like, I don't know, they're all over uh, YouTube. Um, oh yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, so is the Sunday palpitations. Rice. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah. So that that was like my my great idea. Yeah. That's what I would love like to do. Like, you know, maybe maybe one day I will do it. Maybe the next day is like it's kind of like this is my realistic slash unrealistic goal to be able to do that in the next ten years. Yeah. And provide some sort of like a I don't know foundation for people who want to you know do something or whatever. Uh, even even if it is like Pueblo Vista artists or whatnot, because. You know, I'm, I'm not going to limit myself into, you know, lo-fi instrumental all this time. Like, you know, there's another definitely 10 good years in me, I guess, you know, when it comes to music. I'd like to think at least. So yeah. I would like to do more stuff. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to own a studio. Like this is, from what I've got here, is kind of the closest thing that I've always dreamt to have, which is yeah. like, a, a, like a music room. You know, yeah. it's it's... It's getting there, but to yeah. actually own like a studio, um, yeah, would be pretty sick. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, have have basically your own spot. Do you want to have a PC or a Mac? Load a couple of music processing production softwares, whether it's like Ableton Live or Pro Tools or whatever. You know, people use a bunch of stuff, and then I can provide you with the hardware or all the other fucking shit that you might like. I mean, I know there's like, you know, synths are a whole fucking animal. Oh, like don't. It's, 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 I would it's love like, a Euro rack as well. Holy <sighs> fuck. These, are, these <laughs> things are like fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, ideally, like that would be like the, the, the best thing. Like you can, because I, I really like listening to people making shit. Because I know that my shit is not, I'm okay with my stuff not sounding the bad, the greatest or being like simple as fuck or whatnot. It's, it's, it is what it is. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't aspire for my own music and say, oh, I want to be the best. No, no, no. I mean, I reach my limit. I'm happy pushing pixels. This is what I do. Every now and then I do some other stuff. If people are stupid enough to listen to them, hey, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to my fans. Um, so yeah, I definitely have some good ideas, but I, I like the musical uh education to that this is where we need to get saturn involved because uh he's yeah. a theory guy he's a what guy the music theory guy oh okay he likes his music theory oh i, I, I don't I, know I, any I, music theory me neither me neither <laughs> but i definitely like the hula hoops i definitely like those videos you gotta admit like he found the nichiest niche 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 ever yep and I've seen like most of the, some, some of the, uh, apparently like I've seen like uh, hula hoop girls have also OnlyFans and that's pretty interesting as well. Like OnlyFans playing your music, you know? Oh yeah. Your music on OnlyFans videos, that'd be great. Maybe that's what I should do. Yeah. Maybe you should be in 
make your OnlyFans account and play your music. <laughs> the soundtrack to spanking. <laughs> Lo-fi beats to masturbate to. Oh, <laughs> Master beat. No, Master I've beat. I've always wanted to. Um, and this this I guess will just show exactly. Uh, you know, there's that that particular. Um, studio that's called uh, head bobbers and hand jobbers <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking okay so like a lot of people in the hip hop scene like you know bobbing the heads and i'm thinking how can yeah, i yeah, yeah. fold this into that and i'm thinking oh you know head bobbers and hand drummers does that work head mm. and i'm like how can how can i really like play on this and uh, you know make it something <laughs> that people <laughs> that people who know will know yeah, where yeah. it comes from but yeah. those that don't just think, oh yeah, like head bobbers and, and hand knobbers. <laughs> hand knobbers. So yeah, that is, uh, that's something that's been in my it's head. Definitely so if gonna... wants to steal that idea and, uh, you know, <laughs> but It's definitely it. going to turn some heads, you know what I mean? But again, it's, it's again in the whole concept of being um, somewhat unique to what yeah. you do. Like, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's an expansion of what you do and it's not just, you know, evolves around a fucking track or an album or a playlist or whatever. It's like a little bit outside of the box or however yeah. you want to call it. So like Hula Hoop Girls. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Let me see, what else if I have any other questions? You wait until I get a, a sponsorship from Lazy Boy or Lazy Spa. Oh! <laughs> I want a hot tub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got another... One question that we had, like from Lo-Fi List, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. He asked if he asked me if if does it make sense as a Lo-Fi artist collecting royalties from Song Trust, for example? I would say yeah. I would definitely say yeah. I mean, unless like you know you uh, decide to sample um, Barbara Streisand and use the sample throughout your track, and then you're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna collect that. Uh, I think, though, however, when it comes to services like SongTrust or Soundscape or, or SoundExchange or whatever, they do have some sort of security um, uh, contingent contingencies, right? And they can catch that stuff. It's not that you just can register, yeah. let's say, you know, <clears throat> a track from Beyonce and call it your own, and then be like, oh yeah, of course, you know. They would probably hit you back with an email saying that, you know what, uh, we found this and this and this, whatever, like there's other maybe uh, collecting societies, collecting off of that or whatnot, or it's like if it's like a free sample or if it's royalty free sample or whatever. Um, I mean, I've had that with um, the service that I'm using for to content idea or music. Um, it's called Identify. Uh, and, and sometimes like when it comes to, uh, I saw it like one time, uh, and I found it like really funny because it was actually one of my original tracks, which are, you know, basic as fuck, boys. <laughs> uh, somebody said like, oh, there's like, this is uh, a, a sample was used something. I was like, wait a minute, like sample what? And I, I, I assumed that it had to do with the snare or the drum because I, I, I cannot, you know, I'm using sound banks when it comes to my snares and my drums yeah. i do try to modify them as much as i can with you know some reverb or some delays or whatnot so they don't sound a hundred percent like the fucking like just the sample itself like that's it um and this was sorted out but it's basically building to what i'm saying that there are some security contingencies that all these platforms have built and it definitely makes sense 
And if you use samplers in your music, then you're gonna get uh, served with like a. You'll get caught. Yeah, well, you're gonna get served with an email that says this and this and that, nice and easy. Nobody's gonna, you know, call your names and tell you like you're being a douchebag trying to yeah. sample this and that. But they're gonna tell you like, yeah, you know, like, you know, that's that's not really what it is. Like, it's not really yours unless you can provide clearance to it. Then go for it. But um, yeah. No, I think overall, like when it comes to questions, uh, we got some stuff from our friend. I think uh, definitely though, in the on the topic of like publishing yeah. stuff, and it's something I that I've said like quite a yeah. few times recently is like, if you can afford to go with like SongTrust or something, then yes. do it. Because yes. at the end yes. of the day, you know, if say for example you've come away from this podcast and it's inspired to you know get your music out there to um, whatever, whether it's like a coffee shop or a retail store or something, and they are paying for something like prs for music in the uk then you are going to get publishing royalties for that yes um or they're just going to be left unclaimed yeah so even if you know you don't think you're going to earn a lot from it but you can afford to to actually get it then i would yeah Yeah. and it's only a one-time fee for at least with song trust anyway it's like a hundred dollars and i think they do cover uh they definitely have prs on there for those of you in the uk um i yeah. don't know whether they which of the american pros that they cover as well um but they do have a couple of um yeah a couple of things in there yeah they they, they i think they have most of the collecting they work with most of the local collecting societies or at least like the big ones in every country so yeah and there's there's a multitude of services as well that you can use I mean, for example, me particularly, when it comes to the Pueblo Vista stuff, and I think that I don't, I don't particularly have a lot of time to dive into the whole publishing thing. I know the theory behind it and what is called mechanical royalty and, uh, and performance royalties and this and that. Um, but I work with, we work with Bonsai Publishing, yeah. which is, um, I would call it like a, a very promising startup in Italy, in Milan. It's run by uh, three people. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna dox them on the podcast, but you can contact <laughs> them, uh, uh, you know. Um, and they basically handle all of that stuff uh, when it comes to, uh, and they work with Soundreef basically to collect all these royalties. Uh, there's a lot of manual work that goes into it, but that's as far as my knowledge goes. Like, I'm happy that I started working with these guys. Most of my Italian, most of the Italian producers that I worked with, uh, worked with them. First and foremost, it was uh, Francesco, uh, or I Have a Face, who was working with them. And she suggested them to me, and then I was on a call with them, it worked out. Uh, so for all of my Italian friends, uh, they talk your language, you should talk to both sides, and they will help you. Uh, uh, but I know other people as well, like, uh, you know, Elro Rodolfo that I was talking about in the beginning when he's like from Argentina, he's already also like signed with them, which is great. So it's not just European stuff that they manage. And yeah. don't ask me what, where, how, whatever. Just bonsai publishing. Um, you can find them on the internet. Uh, they even have uh, an Instagram account called bonsai publishing and you can contact them directly, figure it out. So I think it's good to, I mean, when it comes to show business, that's why it has two names. It's the show, what we do, and it is the business behind it. It's good to be um, familiar with both, especially the business side, because I think the business side 
is going to be the side that it's going to take you places. Because when it comes to making deals, chasing after all these royalties, figuring out who's scamming you and who's not, signing contracts, signing publishing deals, um, endorsements, all that kind of crap, you have to be, I wouldn't call it, like you don't have to have a master's in business, but you need to be- At least be business-minded. Exactly, or like streetwise. Like you need to be like streetwise business. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, common sense basically. Yeah. Don't be like a dumb fuck. Like, uh, or don't just like, you know, chase the paper. Because well, like, all, this, all <clears throat> this publishing shit that we talk about, is not that, you know, as soon as you sign, you're gonna start getting money. This is something that you do today and you just let it marinate like you did with your track for at least a year before you see something coming back. Yeah. And it's, it's not going to be fucking thousands because it's like, sorry, mate, you're not Beyonce. You're just like, you're numbat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the guy alone. Dude, like, <laughs> he put himself out there. So it's like, I have to. Um, yeah, well, let's say you're not Pablo Vista from five years ago with a hundred monthly listeners. So if you're that, then there's not going to be too much for you. Um, yeah. But there's well, like, a potential there. Don't be an idiot that gives 50% of your royalties to an oceanic journalist, you know? Oh, <laughs> that's the best segue ever. Yeah, like we have like five minutes, I think. This was like a, a really well, the, the, just interesting going topic. Back yeah. to kind of websites super quick though, like... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I use my website to, to write shit about stuff that I think about. And I did just do a big piece about um, about that whole thing that was going on, you know, and how to correctly or not sign your your royalties away. So if yeah. anyone wants to read that, lazyboyloops.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was a that was a big clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. And I think we can, uh, we can definitely talk about that as part of the number 10. I mean, it falls into... Basically, it falls into the premise of uh, Sunday roast wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> like, all the shit that's happened this year. Exactly, like this is the last shit that happened this year. So it's definitely has Life uh, Girl got their Instagram back yet? Actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I think they probably did. They probably I doubt. Did. I don't know. Let's we Google it. Check it out. We would we would have known if they didn't get it back. We would have seen like an influx of. Of, of of tweets again like oh please get it back to them man, 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 man. hold on no yeah they got it back boo yeah, <laughs> boo. <laughs> yeah of course is there like a thank you thing like oh thank you so much uh, i guarantee you guys, that there's not you guys it'll just be business as usual yep like fuck off do you see like the, he put the, the plushy thing the cow chilled cow plushy thing out you know nostalgia right. Nostalgia, like he sells it on the on the, on the shop now. Right. So, so all of I've you fuckheads, some... so all of you fuckhead producers who got the fucking, who got Amazon, who got lo-fi coupons, go use them up, man. Go use them up because that's, <laughs> I was that's gonna the say, only yeah. that's the only way you motherfuckers are gonna shop anything from a brand <laughs> that has been playing your music and giving you money. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, we, we haven't we heard. Um, that all of these artists that have been getting Lo-Fi Girl merch um, yeah. have been doing it because they've been given a nice chunky voucher. Exactly. So. Exactly. This is like I I, uh, I have to say that because because uh, yeah we gotta you know level with everybody. 
uh, I mean, we knew that, and we talked about merchandise in the previous episode, mm -hmm. that we knew that it makes absolute perfect sense. So for every, you know, producer who's like listening or watching this, and you've seen other people like posting the stuff, I mean, me being a producer and having released with him as well, I was entitled to a uh, $120 voucher for the shop, you know, when they launched. So you can go in and cash it out, basically. So yeah like i was i was definitely on the fence on that i mean how should i say i i'm definitely down and i don't want you know i mean i know people are going to take my words out of context anyway so fuck you um <laughs> i think it was a good move in the sense for you know dimitri to give out this voucher because mm -hmm. you know it's the least you can do for squeezing 50 percent out of people's royalties like the least you can do is like you know give them something back so 120 bucks is definitely nothing because he makes fucking billions out of it um but it also like put me on the the fence because because i don't how should i say like maybe i'm older so i like supporting people if they're doing a good job like for example inner ocean records or yeah. insert tapes i like their merch i bought t-shirts and i bought sweaters like they're really cool and it's really good material and i like them um yeah i think girl i didn't it I didn't goes back to this whole sort of being like humble or being modest or whatever the fuck yeah. like what we're currently seeing at the moment is an influx of artists that have worked with chill cow previously that are sitting there with like a spread of of lo-fi girl merch merch like a hoodie a t-shirt stickers a drinks bottle yeah. like yeah. a lot of stuff which yeah. in reality would they have used their own hard-earned money to get all of that stuff or would they have just no. gone on and grabbed a t-shirt would they have just gone on and grabbed a couple of stickers or a hoodie or a, a sweater or a bottle or something it's yeah. it kind of once you you realize that everyone was given a voucher to get a bunch of merch from the store yeah for yeah. free yeah it and then, looks it, less genuine and you just yeah. see that they've got this big old collection of it and it's like yeah do you know what it'd look way more genuine if they like oh i've just you know lo-fi girl have, have bought merch here's here's their t-shirt and that that was exactly that. it would exactly it would look more genuine if you just took a random snap of yourself outside and then you just tag them on the fucking thing it's like yeah. oh you know by the way i'm wearing that thing like but as soon as you're like you were like oh shit they're actually they've given out a voucher and i was like oh exactly. yeah that makes a lot more sense now that everyone's spending you know yeah. because 60 dollars for a sweat is a lot <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! Literally, just says, says lo-fi. Lo yeah, come on, man! Like come that's, on. that's a lot. And I was like, really, come are on, people son. spending this much money? <laughs> but as soon as you said it, I was like, ah, right, that makes sense. They've been yeah, paid. Yeah, like, they've been given free shit. Exactly. Which is like, fine, you know. Great marketing. They're yeah, using all yeah. of their artists that that have released with them to the, to put the word out that there's merch. But which at the end of the day, it's great because it's like it works. Like they just they just advertising for free. So this is how I feel like. Not only you get mugged 50% because you're simping on the, stream, on the stream numbers and you like happily bend over backwards to get those numbers, those millions of numbers, and you give away half of your, it, like you give away half of your income, bro. Half of it. Yeah. For what? For streams. Great. Uh, and then you like, you get tossed a bone like a good dog, like a lap dog. <laughs> and then you provide like the, the value of advertisement you provide is 10 times that coupon 
Yes and no, because if we go back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast, like, all of the listeners are passive listeners <laughs> anyway. So they're essentially just advertising to other producers. To other producers. <laughs> The, Which basically builds up to the whole thing, like, oh my god, like I get on this playlist, I get free merch, like blah 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 blah, whatever. So, I mean, I, I would I would consider like you want to help out the um, producers, you could have you know send out, you could have sent out a a merch bag. However, I think that logistically speaking, and uh, and logistically and taxably speaking. Mm. This would have cost him more than just give out a a hundred twenty coupon, a hundred ten dollar coupon. Like I I don't have concrete facts about it because I don't really waste my free time on thinking how you know Dimitri or any Dimitri does his his job. But just as my experience as a forty one year old man <laughs> working in the private sector for a while and having shipped a bunch of shit and paid for blah blah blah. I think logistically and taxably speaking, it's 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 way worse than just hand out a coupon for somebody to buy something. Yeah. So, I mean, so I mean, what they could have done was just created unique discount codes for each of their artists, and then they could have done the promotion and then got some, I don't know, a reward from how many people use their coupon or their code or whatever. But uh, whatever. Whatever, whatever man. Like do. whatever. At the, at the end of the day, I think I, I, I don't. I don't. How should I say? I don't even feel comfortable having this segment in the fucking podcast because it's like fuck it. Like anybody can do whatever the fuck they want yeah, no, with their fucking brand. You know what I mean? But uh, for transparency's sake, we're just gonna keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe I will just replace the the audio with some royalty free music from YouTube. <laughs> I swear to God, if you do. <laughs> Or some random, or maybe some uh, cartoon dialogue from Titipo. Titipo, Titipo, Titipo. <laughs> Imagine me rolling with my whip next to you, and be like, "So, Titipo, Titipo." <laughs> <laughs> well, I and guess on um, that note, yeah. And on that this note, this has been um, the Sunday roast, and yes, um, this has been the Sunday roast number nine. There will be a Sunday roast number ten uh, next weekend, if you know. Um, Nothing crazy happens, but we're hoping that we can uh, do it on the weekend, next weekend. Yeah, if not, it might be a Wednesday roast. Yeah, and if we don't, uh, fuck you, because, you know, we have real life. We have <laughs> fuck your life. Bing bong. Gotta throw a meme mm. in there. <laughs> fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> it's been great. Uh, thanks to everybody who joined. Uh, all twelve of you guys. Like, it's really refreshing to see that we have like a steady ten to yeah. fifteen people like watching this. Uh, it's really great. Um, yeah. And anyway, uh, the number is what? Australia. Number is. I I th I knew that fucking animal sound familiar. It's known as the Noomba or the Wolp Wolp. Porty, Walpati, an insectivorous marsupial. It looked marsupial and it looked, oh, yeah. It's a furry little guy with a tongue. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's so cute. Oh, my God. Numbad Valpurti. Wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you learn something new every day. 
Uh, that that has been the lo-fi numbat for you guys. What is it? Exactly. No, sleep, he's a sleepy numbat. Oh! Don't. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. I, I was avoiding it this whole fucking time. <laughs> he's a sleepy one. Yeah, I, I immediately dislike him. No, oh, I'm, I'm joking. Bad here. Yeah, don't worry. Aaron has a thing for sleepy stuff. Uh, no, anyway. Oh my god, I don't hate it. It's just doesn't. It's not for me. Nah, nah. There was a couple of topics that we're going to carry on in our next uh, podcast. Um, yeah, I had a couple of I had, I had a couple of doozies there, like curveballs. Uh, but yeah, no, we just carried it forward for number ten, so we can yeah. we can sign off this year with with a bag. Yeah, number ten, we're just going to be calling out everyone. It's everyone, just Name everyone. Dropping. Like 2022, everyone's going to hate Lazy Boy Loops and Pueblo Vista. We're going to be dropping a name every 10 minutes, guys. Promise. Pinky promise. Yeah. Please uh, please uh, sponsor the podcast and donate us some money through... Subscribe uh, on YouTube. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. Yeah, Lazy let's Boy make, Loops coffee. Let's make a coffee. Let's make a coffee for the podcast, guys. Because okay. we, need, uh, <laughs> we, need some, we need to buy some t-shirts from some local... We won't local. playlist you. We need to buy some cowgirl t-shirts and we need money. So please uh, send us some coffee yep. donations so we can buy them. But we'll make uh, sure that our coffee is like New York, like premium price coffee. So like $15. That is served, <laughs> it's served specifically in elevators. Yes. In, <laughs> yes. in a golden chalice. Where Numbat can play his music. <laughs> exactly. Bingo. Send right. coffee, lazyboyloops.com slash coffee. No, wait. <laughs> the other way, swap it around. PuebloVista.net. It redirects to the actual website, which is OnlyFans.com slash PuebloVista. You can right. see my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Lo-fi buttholes, yes, for life. Uh, anyway, okay, I think that's that's enough. Uh, yeah, I think ta -ta. That's, that's a good... Tati-bye. Ta-ta. Titi-bye. Ta -ta. See you guys next week. Ciao. See you later. Goodbye.